We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. TGIF, I am Dan Day. Yeah, you can hear. I mean it when I say TGIF. Thank you so much for joining us. On the way, going to be hearing from the Joe Rose Show there, talking with Jesse Davis, all the football you need to know about the Dolphins. Of course, they're playing on Monday, giving you an extra day to prepare for that. Dan Levitard Show, going to have a really cool celebrity prognosticator. And we're also going to hear from the Hawk and Crowder Show, because after all, those guys are just fun. And after all, it is a fun Friday. Speaking of fun, headlines. Oh yeah, they get fun on the Best of the Joe show, so let's get into them. The Dolphins remain non-committal on whether or not they will move running back Kenyon Drake before Tuesday's trade deadline. Miami plays in Pittsburgh for Monday Night Football. The Vikings defeated Washington 19-9 last night. One more college game tonight before it all gets started Saturday. USC versus Colorado at 9. And the Nicosi Perry-led Canes take on Pitt tomorrow at noon. Game 3 of the World Series is tonight at 8. Washington leads Houston two games to none. Jimmy Butler will miss the next two games due to paternity leave, while Deion Waiter's suspension is over but will not join the Heat on this weekend's road trip. Miami plays Milwaukee tomorrow at 5. The Panthers gained a point but lost in a shootout last night, 6-5 in Calgary. Florida plays the Oilers in Edmonton. Sunday at 4, listen to it here on 560 The Joe. Last night's MLS playoff action saw Atlanta United advance past Philadelphia 2-0, while in El Trafico, LAFC down the LA Galaxy 5-3. A man has been arrested for stealing a Tom Brady jersey from the Patriots Hall of Fame. He allegedly took it off a display and was wearing it under his jacket. Hmm, not sure if this is a headline or if it belongs in the day spa. Speaking of... Let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> An Indian man has been arrested for cutting off sloth bear genitalia and eating it in an attempt to boost his sex drive. Hope that sex drive does him well in prison. A naked German man recently scaled a prison wall in an attempt to win back his ex-girlfriend. Apparently the convict broke up with the man over a prison phone call. So the man took off his clothes as to not get it snagged on any barbed wire, climbed a wall to profess his love to his ex at her cell window, and there has not been any word on whether or not she took him back, or maybe another inmate liked the goods he was offering. He might be in a new relationship. And finally, a haunted house in Tennessee promises an extreme experience that could last up to 10 hours. Only issue, you must first get clearance from your doctor and insurance, then pass a background check and drug test. Clearance and drug test? That flies in the face of everything I've ever known about haunted houses. <laughs> now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is rainy with temperatures around 80. Join us for Breeders' Cup weekend at Champions at Hylia Park, Miami's most beautiful simulcasting center. Watch and wager in air-conditioned comfort at the original Champions, Champions at Hialeah Park. That's right, no Dolphins football this weekend. It's going to be a Monday fun day with those guys playing in Pittsburgh. Joe Rose Show. 
they caught up with the Dolphins' own Jesse Davis earlier today talking about basically playing everywhere on the offensive line, the adjustments that have to happen, how that O-line is gelling, and Fitzmagic's uniqueness. Our man Jesse Davis, he plays them all. The right tackle. I started just calling him an offensive lineman. Yeah, he might he, have as well. He's played them all. Right, right. Jesse's up early this morning and joins us here on a Friday. And not even in football can anybody out there mess up your Friday. Jesse, good morning. How you doing, brother? Good. How are you doing? Man, we're doing great. Jesse, I, I got just we'll just jump into it. We don't have you for a long time here. Your story is unbelievable. It really is. And nobody appreciates playing in the NFL more than you do. Uh, I want to ask you, toughest adjustment. Here we go. This this is for a lot of kids out there, the bitch, when they have to go from position to position. I, I, I've i sent them all to you. I had some kids complaining at a high school game like, man, that's not my position, Mr. Rose. That's not my position. I'm a lot better at the other one. I go, all right, I'm going to set you up with counseling with Jesse Davis because this is what we're going to do. Toughest adjustment, right guard to right tackle or right tackle to left tackle. What's the toughest? Well, going from right to right isn't too bad. Just the space game is a little different. Going to left is a little harder because uh, all your movements are switched. And, like, say, going to a left-handed stance to a left-handed pass protection is a little different when considering your feet. But, you know, it's all about the same. Okay, because I was one. Have you noticed, because we always, for years, we stereotype the right defensive end is the best pass rusher, but now it seems like there's some badass guys on both sides. Uh, have you noticed one side yeah. or the other is is uh, is better or not, not anymore? Uh, I don't know. This season, it's been about equal. I feel like, you know, everybody that's on defense has their own set of unique skills that really challenges you, but you don't, you just can't really buy into the hype. So you just got to keep going out there and doing what you can do instead of what everybody else thinks you can't. Jesse, uh, have you thought about, you know, center or, or left guard also just to go for the entire five? I mean, I'm just guessing at this point, if, you know, you had to at one point and you played center and left guard this year, there's got to be an award for playing all five positions on the He's offensive He's at four line. right now. He right. hadn't gotten the fifth one. Okay, so, yeah, if you get to that five, yeah. we, we, there should be some award, maybe a statue or something, you know, outside the offensive line room for you. You okay with that? Yeah, I mean, I always joked about it. I was like, might as well learn center and just knock them all out. <laughs> Right. I, I'm with you, Jesse. I'm with you at this point. That'd be hilarious if the center, not not that we might no, get we don't getting hurt, but of the, course. the top couple of centers go down and Jesse goes, let me just let me just put this on the resume. Give it to me. Uh, yep. that, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> it looked like last week, and, and maybe the biggest surprise this season, you got a new offensive line once again playing together, Kilgore's out, and you guys played great. By far, I thought yeah. the best game. What happened, and how does that happen against such a good defense? What was the difference? Uh, I think we're all just kind of getting a little later in the season, you know, and developing more, especially our young guards and uh, understanding how, like, the game of football is played at this level and just, like, what you need to do against these kind of players. So I think it's just, you know, everybody's just getting a little better going into this deeper in the season. Well, I, I just thought it was it was really good, the whole thing, watching him move up and down the field for almost 400 yards of, uh, of offense and stuff. I want to ask you about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I saw him score a touchdown, and I saw you guy late when he put his shoulder down and tried to run over a defensive back in the end zone. I saw you guys jumping up and down. I thought I was at a high school football game between Palmetto and South Dade, watching the way you guys respond to that guy. Talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick and his leadership and being one of the guys. He's a unique dude, man. He's uh, when I was at the when I was at the Jets my short time there he was there so i knew him a little bit just coming here and having him here is such an awesome thing for this team and just 
what he brings to this team, you know, his energy, his juice, and that like, he does that stuff, and it's just, you're just like, goodness sakes, buddy. But, uh, you know, he just livens up the group, and, you know, he's been in the NFL for 15 seasons or something. Yeah. You know, come in the huddle and be like, hey, guys, this, we have a good challenge this week. You know, let's let's stay on top of our stuff here. Ryan, he's just back there getting the ball out, reading the coverages, and I think he's doing a great job for us. Does, does, does he? Somebody told me he's really loose in the huddle with you guys, too, just to keep things yeah. light. Can you give us an example, like yeah. something he might say when he's got a little time out there in the huddle? I can't remember. I can't think of anything on the top of my head, but, yeah, he is very loose in the huddle. He'll just be like, I don't know, like laugh or something, say a joke. He doesn't get really too serious or get pissed off if he gets hit or something. Yeah. He's just a funny dude, man. Good dude. I uh, I got to tell you, I, I'm all in by watching the way you guys are with this guy before the game. When he comes out, you guys love. I see you guys over there cutting up and having fun, and I just – Mm-hmm. tied in some of you guys from the offensive line are out there and it's uh it's just been unbelievable to watch and his leadership so i'm not surprised how uh he's been able to get things rolling even in buffalo which has been a tough place to even be competitive as you know jesse to even have good games oh yeah and uh there you are 14 to 9 ahead in three quarters it was unbelievable with the chances you march down the field on one of the longest drives i've ever seen to start the second half and and you end up not scoring, but but wow, that was uh, that was fun to watch. How about for you? Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes the game go by a little little faster, a little better when you're actually competitive with it. But it was a good, it was a really good challenge for us, and I think we had a good time out there doing it, especially trying to fix. Uh, they run a bunch of pressures into our runs, and we're you know we're getting about five yards on them. I'm like, heck, man, we can keep doing this. We might we might pull this one out. So you know we're close, so we're, we'll. Keep piecing it together. We got a good challenge this week for sure. And, and guys are trying to win, Jesse. I, I, for all this stuff and oh, yeah. <clears throat> all the tank and Hank and Shank and Tua and Screwa and Shua and all that stuff, <laughs> you guys are trying. Like whoever's out there playing, whether they just got picked up or or they've come out of Idaho and they were a defensive. T- everybody's trying to win, man. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, right. I was talking. Right. About. I couldn't remember who that guy was. Just man. a random guy at this point. <laughs> Jesse, Monday Night Football this week doesn't happen very often. We haven't seen it a lot here with the Dolphins the last couple of years. Is it giving a little more juice for this game? Is it, is it anything more for you guys? I know the schedule changes a little bit because instead of playing Sunday, obviously you're playing on Monday. But is there any more juice in the yeah. locker room or anything uh, with Monday night coming up? Uh, not right now. I think we're all just kind of focused on what we got going on. But uh, I think when Monday rolls around, we'll definitely feel it and you know, kind of hit you like, oh shit, it's a national game. But yeah, I think the only thing different is we're playing eight twenty or something. Right, right. And we get home. I always think about Jesse. I'm a real selfie son of a gun. I'm always thinking, first thing I go, what what time do we get home? They go, oh, it's early in the morning. All right. All right. Jesse, by the way, before we let you go, man, congratulations on on the new contract. Uh, You've been a pro's pro, man, with all these positions. You're really having a man of very few words except, hi, Jesse, and uh, a little occasional, (laughs) hi, Joe, back. I mean, that's it. So great having you, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. And you know we've got you covered here on 560 The Joe for the Monday night game between the Dolphins and the Steelers. Pre-game, post-game, whole game. The whole nine yards, as they say, pardon the pun. We're going to get things started with the pre-game, 4 o'clock on Monday, and then we'll be getting home late just like the rest of the guys. But hopefully we'll be home late and very happy. For more details about that and download the podcast of The Joe Rose Show, this show, or any of the shows you hear on this radio station, head to our website, WQAM.com. Speaking of Miami, doesn't get more Miami than the Dan Levitard Show. Up next, lean back, lean back, lean back. It'll all make sense. Keep it here on the Best of the Joe Show. 
The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. You can always step into the day spa <sighs> on my Twitter page. You hear that, Fat Joe? little bit of foreshadowing right there. Dan Levitard Show. You can hear him on 560 The Joe from 10 to 1 on a weekdays. Earlier today, they were talking Kane or False, Celebrity Prognosticator. You guessed it, Fat Joe. What was he talking about? Hanging with Iron Mike Tyson and Big Pun. Ideas on Kawhi being the best. And Paul George, not a killer. We started a game last week uh, when I was up in Bristol called... Uh, Kane or false? Will Kane has a monopoly on the truth. And so rather than play true false, we decided to call it Kane false. Ah. Are you ready for, uh, are you excited for your first game of Kane or false? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, do we have music to accompany Kane or false? And do we have questions as Fat Chris runs back in after telling me that he had questions ready for Kane or false? Do you guys not want to play it? We don't have to play it if you don't have questions. I'm ready. Not ready. Okay. I, was- I mean, I've been playing your game for, for three segments now. Mike just said we're going to play it for the remainder of time. And I asked him, that's fine. Just wait until I leave. Mac from Night Court. Oh, there it is. It's the music. Thank you, Mike. Did you say Mac from Night Court? <laughs> All right. This is how this game works. <laughs> That's actually phenomenal. I make a statement, and we go around a room, and everyone says whether it is Kane or whether it's false. <laughs> I might be back in this game. I love that. <laughs> Raphael Sadiq. <laughs> I mean, Night Court brought me back. With the sweaters. <laughs> Sabayo's been in an episode, by the way. Marshall Warfield. <laughs> right. Kane or false? All right. Kane or false? Let's do it. No, I'm serious. Let's do it. All right, guys. Kane or false? Kane or the false. Astros will come back from down 2-0 to win the World Series. All right, Billy. Kane or false? The Astros will come back from 2-0 to win the World Series. False. False. Do you see the Nationals already like rehearsing the trophy presentation, setting up the stage and all that? Yeah, getting a little ahead of themselves. The cart before the horse. Michael Winslow. Oh, wow. Oh! Oh! That's uh, three points right there, man. Kane or false, Roy? False. All right, false. False is a good way to go for you, Roy, because you're so enjoying this game that you have to expand on anything. It's false. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, false. Yeah. False. Okay, good. Uh, Mike Ryan, Kane or false? False. All right, false. Another one. I'll go false, too. I mean, go ahead. False. All right. Clean sweep. All right, next question. Kane or false? Tom Brady will play on a team other than the Patriots in his career. Billy? I'm going to go Kane. Ooh. Really? I'm going to go Kane. Okay. Yeah. Read the leaves. Tea leaves. I'm with you. Whatever you're reading. I think he's going somewhere as well. I think he's going to Tennessee. I don't know where he's... I think Stephen A. may have said Tennessee today also. Well, you got it from me. That. And he's not... Listen, and he's not... Just to get back to the caller from a couple of segments ago, wherever Mike McCarthy is is not where Tom Brady is going. Anywhere near him. Here's the thing. Yeah. Peyton went to another team, and a bunch of teams won Peyton when he had neck surgery. Right. Tom Brady's not having neck surgery. Right. And he seems to still be pretty healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. Tom Brady could lose an eye and teams would still want him put that on the poll yeah if tom brady lost an eye would teams still want him i i think i'm with you i would i'd cut Darnold right now for a one-eyed tom brady if i'm the raiders i have to get him there's no eye in brady yeah so bad oh <laughs> no i deserved it i mean he deserved it all right moving on moving right. on well billy's the only one to answer but that's fine doesn't yeah. matter guys Kane or false friends is an overrated tv show oh, oh wow let me let me, let me that's take false the... for me but no. go ahead i mean Kane, Kane, Kane. yeah go ahead super Kane. that that show 
Super Cane. I've, I've, I've told you guys this story before that the Seinfeld episode about Banya, the, the stand-up comic who's a complete hack, was all an allegory for Friends because Friends came on after what? Seinfeld and TV Guide said it's the two biggest comedies in America and Larry David got ticked off because he said they're just getting our audience. They're not really a good show. Allegory? Properly rated. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Look at all these shows now that have movie stars in it. Now, I'm, I personally don't like Friends, but it was ahead of its time in terms of getting stars on television. Kane, and let me tell you something right now. Friends, all it is, is just a white living single. They stole yeah, that idea. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Also, Queen Latifah would be a great guest on First Take. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three episodes. You think she's been on? Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Three. How about Lil Mama? What about Max from Living Single? All right, guys. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Tweet. You want me to check that? What about Tweet? Well, spell Max. Well, Ooh, tweet. That, was, yeah. that was her character name. What about Lil uh, Mo? Okay, we're moving on. All right, moving on. Guys, Kane or false, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal will fight on November 2nd, as planned, despite the recent news. Let's go to Mike first. Kane or false? Kane. Ooh. Too much money on the line. This is a huge fight for both Jorge Masvidal and Nathan Diaz in terms of getting that money. They're up there in age, a little longer in the tooth. There is no way this fight doesn't happen. All right, Roy. Kane. Kane. Fight's happening. Fight's happening. I mean... Manuel Lewis. Oh! Webster, yes! Billy, Kane, or false? We'll go Kane. Yeah. What else are they going to do? I don't know. Well, me. That's it. <laughs> Been me and the octagon <laughs> trying to run around for 10 seconds for an extra 100 grand. Like oh, it's 100. Earlier. I thought it was 50. It was 200 with an extra 100. You went up to 750. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Terrible negotiator. You. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, I love that voice. Kane or false, guys? When you're in the express checkout lane at a grocery store, you count the items of the person ahead of you. Oh, Kane, yeah. I'll count. I'm going to kick him out if he has more than 10. Are you kidding me? Here's a real question. And I'm standing right behind him with 15 in mind. There you go. Yeah, Steve that. There you go. Do you, do you count even though you know you yourself have gone over? And by the way, when you count, if you have three of a particular item, so if I get three cans of soup, yes. I count that as one. If you have three cans of three soup. Cans yeah. Of soup. Because I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's one. I got one soup. It has to I get understand. scanned three times, though. It's the amount of items that get scanned. That's what we're counting here. That's not how I put But three cans, you're saying it's one. So, like, what are you doing... No, I think he's right there. You get like a six pack of soda or a twelve pack or something. That's one item it goes through. It's just yep. packaged differently. Wait, so you're saying if I get the ten for ten dollar Gatorade deal, yeah, that's one item. That's one item. That's, no, one item. that's ten Gatorade. That's one item for ten me. Items. No, but it's ten Gatorades that come together. Like, no, there's so, there's sometimes they're separate. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the okay. individual Chris, one. It's one item if it's me. If you're in front of me in line, that's ten items. This isn't Costco, I mean. It's three items. It's Jamar Moore. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, guys, Kane or false, Kawhi has surpassed LeBron as the best player on the planet. I mean, Jesse Williams. <sighs> yeah, take your time, Bill. Come back to me. Okay, Roy. False, Mike Jones. Okay, Michael. Michael Imperioli. <laughs> Kane. Billy, back to you. False. I'm actually interested in Amin's answer to this one. What was the question? I'd, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> You're the NBA expert, man. Oh, was it an NBA question? He hasn't been the same since Eric LaSalle. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, man. It's haunting me now. We're on the poll. Have you been the same since Eric LaSalle? <laughs> now, not a lot of people may remember this, but Fat Joe, this is actually his second stint as a celebrity prognosticator. Back when we were local, Fat Joe went on a bit of a heater. He was with us for over a month. Yeah, so we're going to some proven success stories here on Celebrity Prognostic. All right, Fat Joe, before we get to the picks, and we'll promote uh, your latest single, yes, but before we get to that, uh, Amin Hassan has been telling me for the better part of about two, two and a half hours here that there's an amazing story that involves Fat Joe, Mike Tyson, 
and a brawl in a club. And I need to hear the story. Do you have that story for us? Well, it takes too long, but to be honest with you, one night, rest in peace, Big Pun, the late, great Big Pun, me and Big Pun decided to go to this infamous nightclub called The Tunnels. This is where the bouncers were seven foot tall. They look like they, they, they're the actors of 300, the movie. <laughs> Six packed up, seven foot tall, you eat your face. They try to get us to take our boots off because people used to stash weapons in their boots. That's how dangerous this spot was. So Big Pun, he was double platinum. He was like, yo, I'm not. He was like, I am not taking off my boots. Long story short, he started arguing with one of the security. Now, it's nine security. It's just me and Pun. He keeps arguing with them. They keep irritating each other. Next thing you know, they're trying to calm down the security. Next thing you know, it's two security, three security, four security, five. Now the tides are turning on us. I'm with Pun 100%, but I turn around and look at him, tell him in his ear, you know we're going to get beat the F up right here right like do you know it's me and you against nine cock diesel seven foot tall Pun looked at them i don't care i don't care we go to war so i'm with him and i'm like you know f him let's go to war and then out of nowhere this is like 2 30 in the morning i hear a voice hey joe hey fun let's beat these guys up i turn around iron mike tyson with the kufi on and he had a sweatsuit and he was taking off his Gucci loafers. He had some Gucci loafers. Right, of course. He took off the loafers, and the next thing I knew, the security who was threatening us, the main one, Mike Tyson was chasing him around the car barefoot. And the guy was started begging me and pun, pun, Joe, can you please get him away from us? Please stop. <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson to the rescue. What I say to guys. No, there's no topping that. There's no reason for any further questions. Let's get to the game. That's, that's amazing. And now it is time for Celebrity Prognosticator. Let's win some money. Celebrity Prognosticator Fat Joe, his latest single, Yes, with Cardi B and Anuel AA is out now. All right, lines provided by Caesars here. Fat Joe, are you ready to go? Let's go. All right, Tennessee minus two and a half. The Titans are home against the Buccaneers. Tennessee minus two and a half. Who do you have? Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. All right. San Francisco, the 49ers, undefeated, Fat Joe. They are minus five and a half at home, taking on the Carolina Panthers. San Francisco will remain undefeated. All right. We have the Texans, Houston Texans at home. They are a seven-point favorite, uh, taking on the Oakland Raiders. Who does Fat Joe have there? Got to go with the home team. Scrooston. Scrooston. All right. Uh, Buffalo at home. Sneaky good team here, Fat Joe. I'm not trying to give you any advice. I'm just letting you know. Sneaky good team. Uh, Buffalo Bills minus one and a half at home. They're taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly, Philly for the win. Philly for the win. Kansas City. Uh, by the way, it's a good, listen, whatever I tell you to do, do the opposite because I've selected <laughs> 39 football games this year and I've gotten nine correct. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Kansas City plus three and a half. That's, that's true, Joe. Uh, Kansas City plus three and a half. They are at home. Patrick Mahomes kind of up in the air whether or not he'll play. The Chiefs plus three and a half at home against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. You know, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. All right. So you have the Packers. You have the Philadelphia Eagles. You have the Houston Texans, San Francisco. Francisco and Tennessee. You got it right? That's right. All right. We appreciate it, man. I think we're going to talk to you next week. I think you're about to go on a oh, run here for I, us. I had a basketball question oh, for Oh, go Joe. ahead. Feel free. Go ahead. We so, got a few minutes. So, Joe, yesterday I, I went on the show and I said that Kawhi Leonard is the closest thing that we've seen to Michael Jordan 96 through 98. A lot of people got upset about that. Where do you see Kawhi Leonard in the game right now? Man, let me tell you something. Michael Jordan is at such a status 
bro. Like they haven't invented words for it. It's not. It's not your fault. He's not even the legend. He's beyond an icon. Like they got to start making a different name bigger than the icon. So even if you go get a haircut and the barber's real good, you'd be like, he's the Michael Jordan, the barber. Right. It's like you know, it's just so hard to make a comparison to Mike Kawhi Leonard. Man, watching him is like watching ballet. Man, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Like he, he's just in his own zone, his own world. He never looks like he don't know. He's like the Rain Man, bro. I don't know how to explain it to you. He knows stuff we don't know. No, he knows stuff. I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how he gets the job done no matter what. At this point right now, the best in the game right now. There it is. And that's a hard statement. That's a hard statement to make because I'm a real, I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but I'm a huge LeBron fan. But right now, Kawhi, the problem is Kawhi can lock down anybody. Right. When he showed me that he could lock down the Greek or freak, it's over. Everybody else, and I'm scared that when they do play each other eventually, forget LeBron, he's going to lock down AD, even though he's undersized. Le- this po- guy, right. this guy. But this Paul guy, George on LeBron, put him on AD. Yeah, Paul George, I've never been a, um, he's not a killer. You're right. He's not a killer. You're right about and that. They had a chance with Indiana. They had a chance with Indiana to take out Miami, and I was present at the game. I never was a Paul George fan after that because I realized he ain't a killer. Some people are cool coming in a close second. Mm-hmm. Wildland is a killer. Lou Williams is a killer. Very scary Clippers team, guys. But let me ask you a bigger question. Mm-hmm. Who do you have winning the title? As much as I hate it, the last five years that the Golden State Warriors was out there demolishing everybody. Did somehow you feel a little bad watching them lose by 40 every game? Like, 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 is this going to be like bad year? <laughs> Just watching them taking beatings every night. All right. Well, that's what Steve Kerr says. I mean, I don't think anyone else minded watching them lose by 40 points. You think Kevin Durant minded? He was watching every second of that game, right, Fat Joe? I don't want to say hate, but it's very near. How I feel about uh, Draymond Green and and his tactics and his dirty play <laughs> and everything he's been getting away with for the last five years, <laughs> and I almost feel sorry for him because I don't want to see him with his head down going to the locker <laughs> every night. Like I mean, this is crazy, man. It's a flip of a coin, huh? A flip of a coin. This is crazy. But all jokes aside, besides Zion which was a major, 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 major disappointment. This, 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 I've never been more excited for basketball than this year. All right, Fat Joe. Uh, I think we're, uh, hopefully we're going to speak to you again next week and for many weeks here on the Levitard Show. Uh, hopefully we need a run, so hopefully you'll go on one for us, all right? All right, my guys. Take care. How can you not love the Dan Lebitard show? How can you not love Fat Joe? And how can you not love a story about Iron Mike Tyson taking off his Gucci loafers and trying to beat down some bouncers? Oh, Whole lot of love right there. Also got a whole lot of love for the Hawk and Crowder show. You hear them afternoons right here on 560 The Joe on your weekdays. Earlier today, they got a little loco, as we say. Crowder says, your mama sucks. Plus, I got some Hawkman headlines and highlights. And Crowder crowd pleasers next on the Best of the Joe show. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I happen to be Dan Day, and it happens to be ooh, the lovely Sierra's birthday. And wait, wait, what's this? 
the first thing is win. You know, I want to be known as one of the greatest winners of all time. I think that's that's why I played the game. That's why we get to do what we get to do. That's why we have training. Camp. Okay, okay. Much respect for Russell Wilson. He's locked up, Sierra, but it is also Katy Perry's birthday. Ooh, it is a beautiful day for birthdays, Sierra, Katy Perry. Man, the Sierra's is even getting me excited, but once again, no hating on Russell Wilson. He may be the MVP this year, and he's a fellow Wisconsin Badger. That's right, I spent some time at the University of Wisconsin, just like Russell Wilson. So, happy birthday, Sierra. Happy birthday, Katy Perry. Yeah, everybody wins in this situation. Of course, you're always a winner on Fridays because the weekend has started, and you always get a little bit of Huck and Crowder right here on 560 The Joe. Weekdays, 3 to 6. I run back those Hawkman highlights and crowd of crowd pleasers. We will hear those in just a few minutes. But first, let's get into the meat of their show where they talk about Beeson's career, NBA road team's dominance. Crowder says, your mama sucks. Also, wait on a waiter's jersey. And of course, Solana's headlines. Non-traditional football Friday because Miami Dolphins don't play till Monday. Prime time, baby. Prime time, baby. This is the national matchup that no one wanted. Huh? What happened? So we finally found out, what, about an hour or two ago, who's going to start at quarterback for the University of Miami, and it will be Nikosi Perry tomorrow Mm. at Pitt. So Jaron is healthy, and uh, I guess Manny Diaz has just decided to ride the hot hand, if you can call it the hot hand, they lost to Georgia Tech. So, um, But yeah, Nikosi Perry is going to start, and uh, and I don't know, I I don't know, like, I like Nikosi Perry and I like Jaron Williams, and so... You know, I was talking with somebody before the show, and he said, hey, you, you kind of need a guy maybe that's mobile, a little bit more mobile because yeah. the offensive line is so rough that uh, maybe Nikosi Perry gives you a little bit more mo- mobility back there. My biggest concern is that he ends up on this uh, this quarterback yo-yo thing that Mark Rick did. Yeah, That was my one real criticism of Mark Rick. I thought he handled the, the quarterback situation poorly. 100% agree. But if Nikosi starts three for 14 with two interceptions, what do you do? He'll yank him in a second. Yeah. He will yank him in a second. I think, I think we, I don't know. I, and you're right. It's bad. You have two quarterbacks. You have zero. All the cliches, like, and it's 100% correct. I'm with that. But yes, I think y'all are in the situation the rest of the year. It's hot hand. Yep. Nikosi, go. Oh, you're not ready? Jaron, go. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if, if they switch three times throughout a game. And Tate Martell who we all thought was going to be the starting quarterback this season, is not traveling with the team due to, quote, a medical leave of absence. Got mono? <laughs> Maybe. Like, no, because if you have a bad knee, they bring you to for your leadership and your team bonding and stuff. Let me check. Let me check if he's not traveling or if he's just not playing due to medical leave. I don't like how these teams are going to keep everything secret. This is what uh, David Fironis wrote in the Sun Sentinel. The Miami Hurricanes are sticking with redshirt sophomore Nikosi Perry as their starting quarterback when they play at Pitt on Saturday afternoon. Perry will make his third straight start in place of redshirt freshman Jern Williams, who started the Hurricanes' first five games. Uh, based on strength of his par- preparation throughout this week, we feel Nikosi gives us the best chance to win at Pittsburgh. Manny Diaz said in a statement, the Hurricanes also announced that quarterback Tate Martell, who was third in a preseason competition with Perry and Williams, has since gone back and forth between receiver and quarterback, will miss Saturday's game due to a medical leave of absence. 
That's not injury. The reason that I said he's not traveling with them is when I read leave of absence, I read it as actually being removed from the team. If you take a leave of absence from work, yeah, you take a like you're gone. That doesn't sound like somebody who's missing a game due to an injury. No, you just say injury. You would have right. injury, then you say hamstring right. or or hip or quad or something. Medical leave of absence could be somebody in his family sick because that's oh, medical right, as well. Right, you're right. It didn't say yeah, yeah, yeah that could be. I don't know. They're an underdog at Pitt. They lost to Georgia Tech. We're going to talk with John Beeson this hour. I mean, that guy, obviously, he's got some insight and probably some strong opinions on what's going on at the University of Miami. You know what? He was there for all the years y'all talk about and yearn for. Mm -hmm. That's what John was at. I'm going to tell him, he was one of my role models coming up. Like, when I started coming out in college, I was watching Beeson. That's what I was thinking. Like, Beeson was one of the best linebackers that you probably ever saw. That man was a monster at UM. In about the first four or five years of Carolina, got some injuries, but Beeson was a dog in that uh, even at the Giants, didn't he have good seasons with the Giants too? He made some plays. Not like the with the Panthers. No, those first four with the Panthers, that man was look, showing out. Look on his Wikipedia. I bet he went to the Pro Bowl. Uh, no, because I don't want to say he finished a year. Like, Beeson had a bunch of injuries. That's why he ended his career was injuries. Beeson was playing like four or five games. I think one year he played two games or something like that. Honestly, bro, I used to follow John Beeson. Injuries derailed his career. He had a pretty long career. What's his, like, uh, his accolades? Yeah, he made uh, the Pro Bowl three times, but all three of those with the Panthers. Early, and, uh, early on, right? Yeah, yeah 08, 09, and 2010. Yeah. He was first team all pro in 08, second team all pro in 09. Right. And then yeah. with the Giants, he played like single-digit games, right? I'll double check, but uh, yeah, see if he see how many games he played in three seasons with the Giants. If you ever had a, a season that he played double-digit games, yeah, I remember because no, John was one of the guys that I grew up with. Him, Vilma, yeah. you know, uh, DJ Williams. Like I used to love their linebackers back in the day when y'all, yes, the time y'all talk about those were the days. And man. I gotta call it back in the day, but yeah, Beeson was a dog. So after his uh, his like three great seasons with Carolina, or four in two thousand and ten, he only played a combined eight games from 11, 12, and thirteen. Wow. Moves to the Giants, and his first year with the Giants in 2013, played 12 games and had an un- one of his best seasons oh, of okay. his career. But then okay. the following two, derailed by injuries, only yeah. four and five games each year. Uh, Watch film and be like, damn, Beeson's hurt again. All three, uh, and I don't know if this is, means anything, but all three road teams won in the NBA yesterday. Found that to be interesting because home court advantage usually means so much in basketball. And uh, and I wonder if those days are ending because players switch so switch so much. And I, I don't know. I, I just found it interesting that there were three NBA games last night and all three road teams won. Did you watch any of that Warriors-Clippers game? Yeah. I mean, the headline I saw on CBSSports.com Warriors look dismal in opener, and Steve Kerr doesn't sound like he expects things to get much better. That looked ugly. I mean, that was ugly. And then in the Houston game, if you watch Houston-Milwaukee earlier, was it Milwaukee? Yeah, Houston-Milwaukee. Yeah. You see uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. First Already of all, what's, what, what's Russell Westbrook doing with his hair? I didn't see him during preseason. Hey man, so that's sweet. He's got antenna. The little braids coming down, the little, and the little and antennas feel his way through the game. Feel out the new team. <laughs> that's sweet. That ain't sweet. But I, didn't, I, I didn't. I love Russell Westbrook. I tried to have his back, but that wasn't sweet. I, I didn't nah. understand what was going on there. But he and James Harden. Z? Have you seen Ants? Z off Ants, the main character? I haven't seen that in 20 years. Oh, okay. Is that like he's got – because that's what you little, feel like if he's going – into the paint. Yeah, you can feel his <laughs> way through <laughs> the paint. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but they uh they got a little 
I don't want to say heated, but they were a little animated, right? James Harden and Russell Westbrook, like, yeah. and it's gonna get worse and worse. I mean, <laughs> it gotta get worse and worse. There's like very strong. Well, they strong personalities. There's one unbelievably strong personality in Russell Westbrook. There's another dude that just strikes me as I don't care how much you complain you want the ball. If I feel like dribbling the ball for 20 seconds, I'm just gonna dribble the ball. Like there are certain people that have an ability to tune out any noise that they don't feel like hearing. And Russell Westbrook, if he starts to get tuned out on a regular basis, is going to try to figure out a way to get you to tune in. James Harden's going to win. I think so, too. I don't think he cares. He's, he doesn't care, but the passive-aggressive guy always wins over the aggressive-aggressive guy. Because the aggressive-aggressive guy gets too aggressive-aggressive yes. because the passive-aggressive guy gets annoying because he's not getting, he's not giving you what you want. And the and the Russell Westbrook, the aggressive dude, he looks crazy because he keeps complaining and bitching to the coach and arguing. And James is like, bro, don't worry, I'll get you the ball. And he won't pass him the ball for two quarters, and then they argue again. No, no, bro, my bad. I got you next time. The passive passive aggressive is that's why LeBron does it so much. Passive aggressive is the way to go if you want to hide what you're really trying to do. It will drive Russell Westbrook crazy before the end of this season crazy yeah um so that was interesting to watch last night you can hear every miami heat game they're back in action tomorrow you can hear every miami heat game right here on am 790 and fm 1043 hd2 the ticket it starts with the jet blue vacations pregame show an hour before tip-off and then following the game you get the lexus of pembroke pines and subaru of pembroke pines heat postgame show so tomorrow night's a five o'clock heat game by the way uh let's get headlines here with alejandro solana so we know Nikosi Perry, QB1 for the Miami Hurricanes tomorrow when they face Pittsburgh. That's a noon kickoff. The Canes, five and a half point underdogs on the road. Yeah, I'm so confused as to what to do with that game because it's a lost season. I said this uh, to DBJ yesterday or Wednesday when he was on with us, and I know he didn't want to hear that, but when you lose to Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, you're still you could still be bowl eligible. Yes. Well, they have three wins. Got three wins. Three and four. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's a lost season, and so I don't know what to do. It's a tomorrow, you know, noon game at Pitt. Pitt's beating them before when they were actually pretty decent. I, I don't I don't know. Pitt's going to win and cover. You think so? Yeah. You just so much turmoil. Just like, a, now, just a, like a, you could see them being emotionally just drained and, yeah. and lax. Overtime. Then how overtime went. Like, it wasn't a competitive right. overtime. Like, I can I can see the guys looking around being like, fellas, we're not that good. You can't have your kickers kick on the road, right? I mean, if you can't have them kick at home, they can't kick on the road. Bro, that's gonna, that's, that is frustrating. Well, it changes the entire game. But to a player, like to a guy, like a quarterman, a pick, those guys out there, right. like, you know, putting it all on the line. Right. And, hey, guys, we got to the 30, and this isn't good enough. We got to the 20. You know what? To be honest, if you get to the 5, it's not good enough. There is no chip shot for those guys. There's no Chip shot. Go put points on the board. That's not easy. And that's that's sad to say about a football team. What else you got, Solana? Brian Flores said uh, Bobby McCain will play Monday. So the undisclosed discipline uh, that they were going to give him after, you know, the Bills incident that he had, I guess, won't be a game suspension. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was going to be because they, they just kind of said we'll take care of it in-house. They should have laid him down inside the, the locker room and let everybody spit on him as they walked out. That's that's worse than missing a game. Right, eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Just say, <laughs> <laughs> have you learned your lesson yet? <laughs> 
Have you learned your lesson yet? I mean, if Brian Flores wants to be known as a disciplinarian. I saw the video. I didn't see anything. I didn't it. see anything no. either, but he apologized. Leads me to believe that something did happen. Yeah, so. I'll cuss out a kid, too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if. Uh, I'd cuss out a kid. I don't know. Did I you hear the video? Now, I, we haven't talked about this. He said, you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. You suck. You suck. And these are terrible parents that yell stuff at professional athletes and their kids get old enough to yell and I they think they can that. yell. I agree with you that. You suck. Your mama sucks, bitch. That's what I'd say back to him. Wow, what just happened there? No, man, I hate that. That was one of my pet peeves where you're going to sit here at 12 years old, 13 years old, and yell nasty stuff at a grown man, and I cannot slap you? Okay, I'm going to slap your daddy. I'm going to cuss your mama out. Yes, you are not raised correctly if you're going to yell at a grown man disrespectful words talking about you suck. Bro, you'll never get why I am. Your mom and dad ain't worth a damn, and you're not going to be worth a damn. Yesterday's uh, parenting advice from John Offerdahl was a thousand times better. That, that parenting advice was garbage. Right there, I would use advice. I would use Radio.com Rewind. Go to the three o'clock hour yesterday. You will hear John offered all wax poetic about raising kids right in today's society. Ignore you, what you just heard. Would there. you allow your son, who is fourteen now, fifteen, fifteen now? He, yes. Would you let him yell? At a heat opponent, you suck. You're irrelevant. You no, suck. No, but I, I said Why to you. Not? No, Why I not? said to you. I agree with you. That's bad parenting. That's that kid bad right parenting. Yeah. So now I have to parent their kids, and I got to make fun of his mom and call him a name. Okay, I, that's where I just disagree on the on the uh, the approach there with the you suck bitch. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah got away I'm from that one. Not sure if that was where I wanted to go. You know, with <laughs> no, no, it, no. with the Yo, kid. Mama. But yeah, go back. Uh, Three o'clock yesterday. John offered all much better, much better uh, orator. When it comes to parenting advice, uh, it's real. just rewind. They say, yeah, kids say the kids nowadays you say can keep rewind it real. for 24 hours, right? So that's about 23 hours ago. So you're still good. The kids yeah. say keep it real. I'm keeping it real. Okay, you do that. You need a towel for your mic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wiping my, my computer screen off. What else you got, Solana? Speaking of uh, the Dolphins and Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football, as it stands right now, Miami is plus 14 heading into Heinz Field. Yeah, we'll talk about it more today, and then on Monday, I, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm so torn on this because last night we didn't bet last night, but I would have given 16 and a half points. I would have taken Minnesota and laid the points, and they didn't cover. No, and so now I'm, I'm starting to wonder if you know these point spreads are too big just based on the, the. Uh, the space between uh, total scores at the beginning of the season where teams start to get a little bit better. Now, it doesn't mean that they're, doesn't mean Washington's going to go on a three game win streak, but they start to get a little better. And maybe you're seeing it with the Dolphins. I don't know. You're 100% right. You see how people attack you. You start strengthening your weaknesses. Right. You start, like, yes, yes. Yeah. Like the, the, the way that the Dolphins lost to Baltimore, I don't imagine that they're going to lose that way again this season. Like just. Being completely out of sorts. But doesn't it make sense? If you go 16 weeks, those first three or four weeks, teams are trying to figure it out. Those middle 10, they figured it out. They're trying to work a little bit. And then at the end of the season, some teams are playing for nothing. Correct, and correct. Then it gets ugly again. But I would say those middle, what, week 7 to week 12, 13, that would be where your team. That's where you're supposed to. Like, that's where a, a bad team, I should say. That's where a bad team would have their best chance of showing a little bit of. Uh, the Dolphins are at their best right yeah. now. Yeah. Like and, and their best is still hasn't won a game, but they're at their best right now. Flores and everybody on their coaching staff knows what the players can do, so they should compete with teams that are not just ten times superior to them. What uh, what else you got, Solana? 
You feel comfortable saying that, though, that they're at their best with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, oh my God. God. I mean, Josh Rosen, you thought, put them at their best? I don't know. I'm just asking. I I know. I mean, you watch the games. You think Josh Rosen's look better than Ryan Fitzpatrick? I think you can point to examples under Josh Rosen, and I know it was smaller sample size because it was only a first-half sample size, but where the the team just played better, looked better offensively. They didn't move offensively under Josh Rosen. Against the Cowboys – like in that first half, they were in a position to take the lead until Kenyon Drake. That's right. No, you're right. Like, they did have a half. They had a half. Right. And, and I, I don't half, think the offense against, moved against the Chargers as well. They had a half. Like that. That was a close game in the, the two first halves that Josh Rosen started. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like Josh Rosen is not way worse than Fitzpatrick, but I think Fitzpatrick does. That would be the question. You believe Rosen gives the Dolphins a better chance to win than Fitzpatrick? That because that's the question that that uh. I don't think anyone would everybody answer that. Like if you no. want to see them, that's fine. Yes, but you can't say that it gives them a better chance to win. Okay, so uh, tomorrow the Miami Heat are in Milwaukee. Of course, the Bucks just beat the Rockets. Dion Waiters will not be traveling with the team. Yeah, that's a weird one too. So he was suspended for one game. The suspension's over, and uh, we'll see you when we're back home. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what's going on there. You may have seen Deion Waiters for a final time in a Heat Uni. If you're going to buy a Waiters jersey, wait a week because it's going to be half off. Yeah. Dave Hyde wrote something in the Sun Sentinel today. Like, it's time. Like, you got to, you got to, whatever you can get for them, you got to get them off your team. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that today, too. Anything else, Solana? That's it. You do not have to wait for Hawk and Crowder to bring the heat every Friday. We have Hawkman highlights, Crowder crowd pleasers, kind of the week that was on the show. And here is a repeat of that. Man Cave Monday, Twin Peaks, right there on University Drive. Perfect place to spend a little money. Hot Hawkman highlights. It's some, it's some, it's some, it's some naked breath somewhere close to you. Ay, 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 can't say so. There's a video of UD at an outside basketball court, but he's kind of just playing with himself. Ooh, caliente, Crowder, crowd pleaser. Hockman and Crowder, bird. Eso es un Hockman highlight. I saw Moses Malone one time beat up a polar bear. One point. Me encanta ese highlight. So I gotta ask John, John. I'll whoop your ass, John. What a Crowder crowd pleaser. Yeah, on a screen pass, I literally crapped my pants right there. Mm-mm-mm, delicioso. I'm, I'm pleased. Yes, indeed. Hawkman highlights Crowder crowd pleasers. If you want to hear that again, 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 and again. Or if you want to hear any of the shows on this radio station, again, wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free, you can also go to the radio.com app or go to our website, wqam.com. I like to hear from Coach Spolstra because it is NBA season. I love the Pelicans. I love the Heat when they play each other. It's going to be a whole lot of love out there. I also love Winslow, Bam, Goron, Spolstra talking about them right here. Well, I would sure love uh, to be able to get to that more often this year that's a, a an emphasis not necessarily like all right let's get to to the free throw line but we want to be an aggressive attacking team that's that's who we are by nature uh you could see it how aggressive uh justice was uh you know putting his 230 pounds uh, uh you know downhill making people uh, step in front of him uh, and 
creating contact, you know, one way or another. But he was able to do it and leveraging it to, to fouls. And Bam's physicality has been tremendous, really, since uh, about halfway through the preseason. He really started being aggressive. Uh, um, you know, finding different ways to draw fouls, and it's not just on drives. Uh, and then Gorn has the veteran savviness, uh, you know, to know time, score, context, and the ability. All of that wrapped into, you know, a great uh, veteran career that he's had, and then he's able to, to apply that against a, a younger team. That's what I'm talking about. Speaking of getting physical, my man Danny Q pushing me out the way. He's going to get you the World Series Game 3 in just a few minutes. Remember to download the podcast. Real simple. You can go to our website, www.wqam.com. While you're playing around on the internet, check me out on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. And, of course, I'll be back Monday with another rendition of the Best of the Joe Show. Like I said, my man Danny Q taking over World Series Game three, I'm going to say go Astros. That's just because I grew up loving the Astros. Hope they win. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t